Look at these, look at these fucking aggressive eyebrows right now. You know, drag is back in real life when I have these aggressive accent marks above my eyes. Check, check. I mean, they check. are pretty sharp. <laughs> They're very sharp. They're very sharp. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Joining me is Maxwell Esposito. Good afternoon. I'm over caffeinated. Why, good afternoon, sir. And we have Diana DeLuna. Oh, good afternoon. You know, I'm just pushing my caffeine milligrams today, just pushing it to the limit. Yeah, what are uh, your cutoffs? Aren't you not supposed to be drinking coffee, uh, mother to be? That's a lie. Oh, is it? Perpetuated by my enemies. Oh, okay. Is that that why you're also drinking red wine right now? Like, I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) What's that hookah Um, doing back there? Um, no, you're out, you're allowed to have up to 200 milligrams of caffeine, which is like two cups of coffee. And most people say even 300 is going to be fine. Of course. Most people, of course. Most people say, so I do my two shot latte. And then if I really need it, I do a chai. Oh, okay. I don't even think I'm at 300. I think I'm like two something. Well, uh, we got to see Diana's Pregger's body in real life on Monday this week, uh, which was oh amazing. Gosh. You look good. You you look good, pregnant, honey. It fits you. You look you look like Thank you're carrying you. or carrying him well. I got to yell it's into your in stomach. Front. That was not. It, it's all in the front. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. You're not bulgy. Um, because trust me, I wanted to poke around. I was in drag when I saw you. So I was in hypercritical <laughs> mode. I was like, I was like, I want to do a walk around and see where she's bulging. Yeah, no, I felt your eyes. <laughs> I felt your eyes for sure. The more we're like learning about this relationship of you and um Diana, D- Diana in this pregnant form, it just is clear to me you have obviously not spent a lot of time with pregnant women. <laughs> Even with a child. The things you say to her, I'm always like, oh, I don't, I don't think we could ask. I don't think we say. Oh, can I not ask women. you where you're bulging? Is that not something? Oh, you can ask me where I'm going. <laughs> I just, as, listen, here's the thing. I assume that if you are a human that is able to give birth to people and you're my friend, uh, you should just know that I'm going to be as inappropriate as I can be. Because here's the thing. Your choice was wrong. <laughs> you know, for the greater good. I mean, that poor baby is going to be like gasping for oxygen by the time they're 18. Everything's going to be on fire. I mean, we're already doomed. But you are a gorgeous little pregnant bitch. And we got to see the stud had knocked you up. We got to see Mason. Uh, I got yeah, to meet look, him for the first time. Looking like everyone's dad in 1983. I, yep. I was into it. Was into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh watch your husband uh no mason's a cutie like he is and, and you guys are both like just little compact folks and it was lovely did you have fun so last or so on monday of this week we did our return to akbar for learn the words bitch maxwell first of all i just have to say it and i have to say it right out the gate you were the hardest working little guy mm-hmm. i've ever seen you were running back and forth you were running tech that 
that I didn't even know you knew how to do. Um, I'm not sure you knew you knew how to do it. And um, I mean, once I get the footage from the Zoom that we did for Learn the Words, bitch, I'm sure after I review it, it'll be great. And I'll and I'll love every moment of it. How did you oh, yeah. feel about how did you feel about the Learn the Words bitch this week? Me? Yes, you. I want to ask you. You were you oh made that show happen, bitch. Like you did Cleaning up blood. You and... did oh. what <laughs> needed to be done. Um, it was actually really great. I was it was definitely worth all the stress. I was very overwhelmed being back with people, but people were nice and the show was great and it was just really awesome to be around those people. People thanked us. Like that was really cute that people were like, thank you for putting this on. And I was like, Oh, oh. I was like, of course, like this is, it's a Monday. It's the first Monday of the month. What else would I be doing for you guys? I mean, it really so, just but, showed like it was, it was very missed in the community. Yeah. For sure. yeah. yeah. That energy and turnout was just like, yeah, as a viewer, Diana, like, how did you feel about the show, the whole oh, process? Oh, I missed being around people. I missed a real audience. Like, I missed the difference in clapping. Like, uh, you know what? I actually really loved it outside because I could hear you uh working with the audience yeah i mean maxwell also said that he liked it maxwell also said that he liked it outside and i said uh never again um uh, but (laughs) i loved it i mean we got noise complaints which don't get me wrong i don't think that that is a bad thing i mean but the show is over before nine o'clock so i'm Mm -hmm. not sure why the neighbors in silver lake are so up in arms that i was yelling dick sucking on the microphone (laughs) is that what happened i don't know i don't know i i I don't know that it was, I did realize I, that was the thing though. As soon as I started on the mic, as soon as the show started, I was like, oh, I'm too loud for outside. <laughs> like on a Monday night, are you kidding? Can you imagine being in your home, watching your favorite evening show, American Idol or whatever the fuck is on. And then all of a sudden you hear, rah, 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 rah. we like- did park like three blocks down and you weren't even on the mic yet. And I could hear you. <laughs> like oh she's out she's greeting the people (laughs) and we should also say too tony that it was great to see you back in front of a live audience Mm -hmm. again as um enjoyable as you've made the uh digital shows we know that live applause are what fuel you and it was really great to see you in your natural habitat again. Liz. It truly yes. is. It truly is what fuels me. And I, Diana, I got to do some of my stand-up jokes. I loved it. And Which, also just like the fresh banter that came out of you. I yeah, missed oh, too. I mean, the thing is, is like we had fabu- five fabulous guests and there was a reason to read them all. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, and, that, yeah. and that was the thing. Cause, and you know, um, Michael Brambilla who makes my dresses, he showed up with that fabulous dress that I was wearing, you know, and it had, cause you know, I think for the past week and a half or whatever, I've been super in my head about it. It's like, okay, like, let's hope that you're still funny. Let's hope that people still enjoy you. And I mean, it was happening still. Like I gave myself stress, heartburn the day of. But as soon as I put on that dress and those those shoulder pads popped out, I was like, oh, I'm powerful enough to read anybody. Um, and of course, the hair. and what, I mean, it was just great to be back because, um, yeah, you, you don't really know how you're affecting folks from Zoom. But I got a lot. We got a lot of positive feedback about our Zoom presence, too. So people were super uh, thankful for 
us that we did it during that time as well. So thank you to everybody. Thank you to Solomon Giorgio, who was 15 minutes late, and uh, Daniel Webb, who was just right on time. uh, Because, you know. Both of them were hilarious, though. And the thing is, it just goes to to tell me, bitch, this is what you pay for. Because I don't pay them. I don't pay the judges. If you want to be a celebrity judge on the Learn the Words bitch stage, you don't get paid. You just show up, and and I thank you, and I give you some drink tickets. So uh, I mean. I know my opinion doesn't matter, but there are probably two of the funniest judges. So mm-hmm. I think it's okay that they are a little late. I mean, in we were fighting time. daylight, Maxwell. Fighting daylight. Um, coming from the girl that was like, I look the best in amber light. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is the thing too. I just kept having people come up to me afterwards and like, girl, you should have seen yourself when the sun was setting. And I was like, oh my God, I wish I did. I yeah, like, it was I that dress, pictures. like the colors looked great. Yeah, I'm gonna I have to pictures. ask you what you want me to do with all that stuff, by the way, Maxwell. <laughs> Cause like, you're like, you're like, listen, Gen Xer, uh, can you put it on social media? And I was like, okay, but I don't know how, cause there are pictures and there's videos. So like, what do you want me to just do? Just put we'll- them on a drive. Just put them on a drive. <laughs> I'll take care of it. Oh my God, for half of the show, I thought that you had an iPad in your hands, Tony. And then I realized that it was an old fashioned open it up clipboard. Listen, that clipboard, (laughs) that that clipboard, someone said to me, they're like, there was just something comforting about seeing that pink clipboard again in real life. And I was like, yes, that clipboard alone is iconic. Um, I do see, this is why we can't ever do it outside. I don't want to share that much real estate with McDonald's um, because I mean, pictures of you in front of the golden arches. I don't need that like, for my self-esteem. I don't need that for my self-esteem. I, it's like, I love what it does for your brand. I, I think it's solidified your golden dress. Yeah. Golden arches, the golden hair. Well, they may need to sponsor us, Maxwell. So get on that. Get you contact them and say ice cream cones again, you fucks. Um, Sis, it's pride. Hit them up. Be like, I do drag. I'm gay. I'll take a check in June. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Diana, how are you feeling? Otherwise, you doing good? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing my favorite thing about last night is how great my breasts look in those pictures we took. I mean, I'm, I am now. Well, can we talk about them. your Palm Springs bathing suit photo, girl? Like, come on, Thank work you. the fact that that is that kid is destroying you. Work it. Thank you. Although, if you zoom into my hands, you can see the slight mishap I had with self tanner. Oh, oh. <laughs> just a slight. I listened to a YouTube bitch and she said, paint it on your hands. Don't paint it on your hands. Just wash your fucking hands. You need to call my girl at Velvet Tan over there. I know. At Velvet Tan. She needs to come home and sp- come in your home and spray your she really does. ass. Do you think that she would really be asked. extra if, if Diana was like, I want the whole thing area. now? Like, I want the whole thing. And she's like, whoa, I don't know. That's. <laughs> That's a wash and a style, girl. <laughs> Funny you ask. If you use my coupon code Esposito <laughs> at checkout, you can. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. No, no I loved. Code. I love seeing your little vacation moments in Palm Springs, and also thank you for coming back early so you could watch, learn the words because that was actually awesome. 
Um, um, that was wonderful. And I can't even drink or gamble or smoke weed in Palm Springs. How long can Palm Springs be interesting? Yeah, you know? no, it, it, it's, it's where you go to get faded, bitch, uh, or old, yep. uh, you know. Uh, Maxwell, yeah. how are you doing? You literally would have had a bun in the oven if you had stayed out in Palm Springs. Get it? Because, oh. you know, <laughs> yeah, get it. yeah, I'm funny. I'm you, you get funny. it because you run hot because you're getting bigger. Yeah. No, it's like 100 degrees in Palm Springs. It is. No. Are you calling me yeasty? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yikes. No, never. <laughs> no. Um. I am doing great. I mean, things are going well. I mean, people have been actually talking to me a lot about weed stuff. I am going to be doing a, um, I'm going to be do- baking on a live stream with a girlfriend of mine. Her name is, yeah, her name is Kelly. We'll be baking. It's going to be next week. So I'll have more details then. But, and then I'm also going to do a bake sale, a queer are a queer like artist event downtown and I'm going to be selling my edibles there too so like oh that's fun that's gonna why be you're a- going pop up <clears throat> yeah I girl this is it. a hot this is a hot weed summer fuck the hot <laughs> vac summer it's hot weed summer this year girl we're getting lit mm-hmm. um yeah but also get a vaccine you know what i mean just like, yeah. get, get, get a vaccine like, <laughs> I, yeah, didn't, yeah. That, I was not saying that not get a vaccine but they were making fun of that online because all the news anchors are like last summer was hot girl summer and this summer it's hot vax summer and that just goes to like, show you how like how slow news days are now that trump's not president you know? know well and also so hot girl summer was 2019 but like go off like old white people on the news <laughs> <laughs> well they had a whole year to catch up so you know just i don't know why they weren't up to date on that song that song has one of the best lyrics ever when megan the stallion says college girl but a freak on the weekend eat that dick up even when i'm going vegan and like, um, like that's that's really <laughs> the most like that. It should be it's they should scripture. Be, it's scripture to you. They should, I, it's, it's, they should just change it to the national anthem. Like all rise. <laughs> all I rise. think I would stand up for that. I actually think that I think that finally I would start standing up for the national anthem if that was a thing. Um, Eat that dick up even when I'm going vegan. Speaking of Megan Thee Stallion, guys, I honestly, here's here's real tea. I think that maybe season three of Legendary will recap on our podcast every week because uh, I'm living for our recaps that we're doing on Patreon. So I just want to encourage, if you're a listener of this podcast, that you should really go and uh, subscribe to our Patreon because uh, our reviews of Legendary are legendary. And uh, the show's just so good. So tune I'm sad that. you're missing us. I'm yeah, because like missing us talking about it because it's hard for me to be quiet for this part of the show until we do the recap. See, that's the whole thing. I know. I'm like, how much is Diana gonna want to talk about it before we get so started? Like, big, big girl. Uh, anyway, uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have a fun guest, um, a local legend here in Los Angeles, California. Uh, working to break the binary on drag performances here in SoCal. We have Baby, so we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lye. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. 
All right, we are back with the show. Now, listeners, our guest today. Um, I mean, I'm well, we're gonna we're gonna get down to the pivotal questions, but I remember seeing this little gal as a baby queen and lived for her. Uh, she is a drag queen, a musician, an event producer in Los Angeles. Her show, Queer as Punk, has celebrated over four years of fighting for inclusivity and representation for the trans and non-binary performers in the drag community. I would like to give it up for our guest today, baby. What's up, baby? Hello, hello, you know what I love about your you know what I love about your name, baby, is because I can be like, "What up, baby?" Yeah, <laughs> very <right>. short, sweet. <laughs> well, you know who else has like a fun situation like that? Bitch pudding, because you could be like, "Hey, bitch." Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I, bitch. And there's something hey, about the, there's something about a bee. You know, a bitch loves mm-hmm. a bee. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for joining yeah. the show, uh, baby. How are you? Um, I'm doing good. Uh, we, it was so funny because we've been having like these like weird power problems at my apartment lately. And so I'm just like scrambling to try to like keep the fucking lights on here because our like breaker is broken or something like that. And I'm just like yelling at my landlord every day. <laughs> Can we just say right off your apartment looks huge. Like that's a very yeah. big space that you're in right now. Congratulations. Thank you. The, the you also natural. like to decorate with wigs. Yeah, the wigs. <laughs> yeah. So, baby, how long have you been a drag queen? Um, I'm going on six years um, this month, actually. So you yeah. did. So I was here a year before uh, before you came out. What was what was your first show in L.A.? What or, or, or before that, what triggered you to become a, a clown? Well, I grew up in LA and I used to go to a bunch of like punk shows in East LA, like where I grew up and there were always just like the queer punks around. So I like had a lot of friends who were like trans people and also like the girls who were just like going out to punk shows and drag. Um, And so I was always like the girl never to wear fucking makeup I was like whatever and then one day somebody one of my friends like put makeup on me and I was like you know what I love this I think I'm gonna fucking do it and like I'm queer so I was going to like a lot of queer events and shit like that so sneaking into like parties when I was 15 16 and yeah. <laughs> because you painted heavy, because you painted heavy. Yeah. And they were, I, yeah. this is what I think. Like, honestly, um, when you're in drag, they don't even think to look at your fucking, uh, any door person who looks at your ID when you're in drag, it's like, yeah, right, bitch. Yeah. Try, <laughs> try to clock that. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. No. Cause I was going out to like the like club dance was like all ages when I was going out there in Tiger Heat too, or it was like 18 and over. But when I was in makeup, they wouldn't card me and then I made friends with like the promoters so I would go to like bars in Hollywood and shit like that when I was in high school (laughs) I love that you know I'm always curious to know what the life is like for a queer young person in a city as big as Los Angeles Mm because you know I, I I would imagine that like there's not a sense of isolation you found a community quickly yeah yeah well because I was going to like the dance clubs and stuff so you know everybody there is like getting drunk and doing fun stuff and hanging out and meeting people, you know, and then you find your crowd. So, and so that community and finding your crowd led you to uh, becoming a drag artist and producing shows like Queer as Punk. Tell us about Queer as Punk because I love it. 
Yeah, so I started doing drag um, six years ago. My first party was uh, actually at 340, but it was like a competition show. And I just found that like nothing was really uh, like it was a competition show, which I didn't care for because it was my first time performing and I was <laughs> not ready to be put in a competition like straight up, you know, like a competition um, where you got critiques or just like, yeah, like they did like chops and everything and then not a chop bitch i can't <laughs> with the chops not unless Literally there's a fancy a wand i don't do you dare chop it. <laughs> and um also my first time actually going out to do drag like to perform it was very cold in the green room because obviously there were a lot of just like cis male queens and i was the one like I was the one femme person there. So it was just like very cold. And, you know, it took the first. Oh, so it was drag. it wasn't a great reception on your first time because no. of uh, because you're uh, uh, female born and identified. Yeah, mm. well, I'm non-binary. I came out as non-binary a few oh, years ago. Sorry. But yeah, but I no, 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 it's totally fine. Because like, it's still at the end of the day, I deal with misogyny because of, you know, how it was born. So I like. In the first two years of doing drag, I just found that, you know, a lot of spaces didn't cater to like the safety and protection of like queer women. Because um, you were also uh, very body positive, people. right? Like yeah, you, exactly. you have no issue with getting out there and, and showing it all off. Well, yeah, because I a lot of my drag, I go out in like fetish wear and stuff. Um, and I do a lot of like stripping and stuff. So I feel like people were grabbing me. There were a lot of my friends who I sure. know throw queers punk with who were getting like told that they didn't belong in gay bars, gay spaces because they were women, even though a lot of them don't identify as women. A lot of them are now trans men, non-binary people, even the people who are queer women going into these spaces, they deserve safety and they deserve a, a, a place in a queer bar. Um, and so that really kicked me off into starting Queer as Punk, where it was going to be safe for everybody, regardless of their gender. I love that because yeah. honestly, you have been a spitfire since the moment I saw you. You uh, you demand the stage when you perform, um, and it, it's been great to watch you grow. Um, yeah. Wait, you said that you do fetish stuff? So well, yeah, like a lot of my costume like binding stuff fetishes. like like binding and yeah. whatnot uh what's your kink like what's your, is that your kink because diana likes um, to dress up like uh animals and whatnot what's your yeah. kink <laughs> i mean i love rope play uh that's like a lot of the stuff that i used to wear going out probably when you met me i was probably in those fucking red ropes that i was always around, around your boobs i just out. remember yeah. your i just remember like your your it was like a hat for your tits but like with a hole in the middle you know for the nips <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Clear as day. You see it, it, it marked me, bitch. I remember. I got a book on ropes and I was like, oh, this is gonna take so long. Would you do something yeah. like that, Diana? Would you do oh, something? Yeah. Like I, I love like the artwork and I, I think it's so sexy. It's just like it's a lot of complicated work. I didn't do Boy Scouts. You know, I don't but the know. Thing is, no, <laughs> no, not. But but now I, I don't can't... know if you know this. I was a Boy Scout. We didn't know that. I don't I, think we've I, heard that at all. We don't never. think we've heard that. Okay, so funny story. <laughs> 
that, um, no, I think knots are very, are, I agree. The knots are hot. It's, mm-hmm. it's like macrame. I'm not trusting yeah, enough. I, I, don't, I, I don't have the, I have trust issues. I, I don't want, I'm not going to give anyone the chance to tie me down. Are you kidding me? And then what? And then what? And then what? You finally tell me what you really think of me? How dare you? Um, and honestly, Diana, I can only picture you now doing things pregnant. So the whole rope thing bugs me. Um, I would make so much money. However, I, you would. No, girl, let's fucking, let's fetishize you. Let's get you out there on the Patreon exclusively. We're tying her up. Um, but, but no, I'm, real quick, I would love, Diana, to see you be a drag king in your pregnant state and do like a trucker number or something, like something good oh old country. Uh, that's where I'm at in my life. Um, so, so you are producing shows and you're working on a project that I have been... Uh, so humbly asked to do thank you first and foremost can we talk oh, about course. can we talk about this new project that i was able to be in yeah so this saturday uh we're releasing for you know dtla proud time uh on the 12th we're going to be releasing our dtla drag excellence video um inspired by the chicago queens who have literally like paved the way for a lot of like kickoff and conversations in drag communities not just in Chicago but I feel like it's exploded all around everybody's being forced to like confront these difficult conversations that we've always struggled having with everybody in our community Um, and they're also doing a lot with uplifting local drag which has always been a fight for a lot of local performers you know like we're getting thrown out of a lot of spaces to like have Rue girls at um, bars or you know what I mean like we're not getting as much attention when we're the ones who are here every fucking week every day bitch you know like people aren't tipping us but the second a Rue girl comes in and is present they get all the money and that's just unfair and Chicago has really like they've been trailblazing for for the drag community um so we decided that we would want to make a DTLA drag excellence video for downtown performers specifically. So because LA is a, because Southern Southern Cal LA County is huge and there are scenes everywhere. There's a Valley scene. There's a WeHo scene. There's a DTLA scene. It's, it's, it's all separate. So um, I, I, I loved that. Um, that the, the, the when I got the the question of whether or not I was I would do it or not I was like absolutely because you know we've all been th- this was one thing I learned um, even game show queens at the beginning of COVID uh, our economy is so fresh that we were like uh, hi you know you're not working either are you <laughs> so you know the lines of communication were open again. So I think yeah. I think that these uh, excellence videos of drag scenes uh, to let people know what else is out there, you know, because yeah. because you know not everyone wants to be on that show. Not everyone looks at that as you know their drag success. Um, yeah, and I think that is kind of pushed away. Who who are the? Can you give us a little teaser on who are some of the queens that are be represented? Yeah, well, I mean, we wanted to focus on downtown primarily, and obviously there are a lot of people who have been in the scene for a really long time that we had reached out to that weren't available. You know, there's going to be a lot of folks that you're not going to be able to see that should be there. Um, That just goes with COVID safety. That goes with, you know, everything, all of the circumstances that 
are in the world today, you know? Right. So um, if you're, I'm, so if your queen that you stand in DTLA isn't in the video, that doesn't mean that they are less excellent. That just means that scheduling or whatever, because you, yeah. you cast the, the net wide. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like if you're not included, you will be able to see somebody there that represents what you do in downtown, which I really love, you know. Um, but there's so many people that are included in the video. We got Bean Chick Queen to come back from Dallas because that bitch was the queen of downtown L.A. Like, don't fucking. <laughs> it was so nice to see Bean It was so yeah. nice to see her. Yeah. You'll see Bean Chick Queen. You'll see Miss Shumai, who runs Send Nudes, which is an amazing party for uh, Asian Pacific Islander performers out here. Um, you're going to see Skirt Cocaine from Queer as Punk. You're going to see Tito Soto came back to downtown because Tito was such a big fixture in the downtown scene. Um, you're going to see so many performers. I'm so, so, so excited for it to come out. Uh, remind us again when it's going to come out and how we can see it. It'll be dropped um, at noon on June 12th, this Saturday. So if you're listening, uh, it'll be this Saturday coming up. And uh, it'll be on YouTube for on Queers Punk's page. Uh, baby, the world is opening back up. So what does that mean for you performing live again? Are you getting back out there? Are you doing live shows? Yeah, so I'm um in a brunch cast at Redline every. Are you an Eat It? Yeah, I'm an Eat It. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta so get to I'm Eat It though me. for sure. Listen, shout out to what Redline. Oh, yeah, got it. tell us what tell us what Eat It is, and and give us um, the details on Eat It for sure. Yeah, so Eat It is run by Rubella Spreads, who's a, a DJ out here in downtown. Um, she runs it every Sunday at Redline Bar. Uh. And it was going on pre-COVID very strong. It's like the one of the, like, the biggest brunch shows that I've ever performed at. And the, like Redline takes care of everybody so well. Uh, and Rubella is just so sweet. And it's now back and running now that Redline is able to be like fully open again. So it's really exciting to be able to come back and like do the parties that were there and just like a really big fixture in downtown. Uh, are you ready for the June 15th so we can be just capacity and we don't have to be doing, uh, you know what, here's the thing, what I'm going to say, I'm tired of sitting down. Can we just say that? Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm tired. No, nope, you know, typically, I know, I, I, and some people will, but typically, you know, I'm always going in places looking for the nearest seat. And, um, <laughs> but now I'm like, I'd like to stand, please. Can I just fucking stand? Um, uh, that's how I was too. And then I did eat it last month and I was like, oh, I need to be sitting down again. <laughs> I, I would like to say that like being in high heels for the first time in a year yesterday for hours, I, I woke up today and my legs are super, they, they hurt, but you know what? It's, yeah. a, it's a good pain for some reason. Cause you're like, oh, I earned everything that I did last <laughs> night. You know, because like it, it was it was way more different. Than, were you doing online stuff, baby? Were you Zooming or Twitching or any of that? Yeah. Shot? Yeah, we had turned um, Queer as Punk Digital um, and we were on Tito's on Princess Tito's Twitch account yeah, on Princess. Um, so we went there and we were we did our last show for like a whole year last month. Actually, um, we celebrated our four year anniversary on Twitch and we had the Yeah Yeah Yeahs perform. So that oh, was really wow. Cool. That's yeah. fucking amazing. <laughs> it was wild. Honestly, I was like, I didn't believe that I could do this and I fucking did it. 
I mean, that's awesome. That's incredible. Yeah. Look, I, I I'm saying look out for baby because they're out there and ready to fucking shake some shit up. And I just love, um, I I love your branding because I do think it is an isolated group that the queer community can overlook. Um, and also when we share space look down on and it's unfucking necessary. And this is the thing too. Can I just say after learning the words, which can I just say how I love fags are frumpy now. Can I just tell you <laughs> there was someone wearing like a tan blocked frock uh, from neck to foot. Uh, and I was like, that's right. Don't let anyone see anything anymore. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> you know what? If you're so fucking irritated and so puritanical that we're covering it up and we're all just going to look like walking rectangles. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Well, listen, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show. Now, listeners, we love hearing your questions, concerns, comments, critiques, or compliments here on this show. Uh, and we like to read them. So if you want to send them, all you have to do is go to the TonySodaShow.com and it's right there at the top. It's like, leave a message for Tony and that is who I am. So it comes directly to me. Um, uh, we are going to start off today with who? Oh, me. Maxwell. Me, the co most competent reader here on the Tony Soto Show. <laughs> we have a question from Kink Shame. Kink Shame writes, what are your thoughts on Gen Z not being into kink? Baby, are you a Zer or are you a millennial? No. What are I'm you? I'm like the very tail end of the millennial. I was you're like a, you're before. like the baby millennials. You're yeah, like I'm the, the baby millennial. Um, yeah. So I, I first of all did not know what this meant. Uh, so when I got this question, she had to Google. Um, <laughs> but apparently, are you not on the internet internet at all? I mean, not. I, I guess not. <laughs> this is the thing, and I host two queer podcasts, and this was like. I was like, the Gen Z don't like what? Well, cause like, aren't the Gen Z just not liking anything right now? Don't they, they, they don't like, what is it? Spandex shorts? No, what, what is it they don't like that the game that the millennials do? Uh, <laughs> they don't like side uh, parts in the hair. Yeah, like you can't, you can't do, uh, or like, or like, or like uh, cargo jeans. pants, cargo pants. They're like cargo pants are gone or, or skinny jeans are gone or something's gone. And it's like it's skinny jeans. It's like, who are these? First of all, how old is a Zier? What's the oldest Zier? How old is an oldest Zier? Anyone know? Diana, do you know? Four, maybe? A 24 year old? I'm going to listen to Right. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. I was ODing on drugs at 24. I'm not listening to anything a 24 year old person says. Um, <laughs> but why? Why now? Queers aren't having queers aren't young queers aren't having the kind of sex that we used to have back in the good old days. So is that why you think kink is gone, Diana? What do you think is going on here with the kink? Uh, well, I mean, good luck with marriage in the future without kink. Like you're gonna get real bored real fast. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I guess they're just like gonna twitch their lives away without the kink. You like, know? but but seriously, baby, where's what's the where where are the kinky kids? Like, where are the kinky? Like, I'm, can I ask you your age? Or are you gonna be pretentious about that? No, I'm 26. So as a 26 um, year old person, so you know yeah. some of these people. Yeah, like yeah. Do you know some of these prudes. I don't have a clue who i mean i hang a lot hang around with a lot of nasty bitches who are all into kink so i feel like i don't fucking so know. there is still hope for the future like do you know some do you know some kinky zers 
I guess I do. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the, you like, need to talk newer, to them. You the newer performers that I know are still into some shit. <laughs> yeah. You should, you should talk to them and tell them that they used to get back on a soapbox and start preaching some king. Ma uh, Maxwell kinky kids. Like they're not doing it anymore. They don't want, they don't want to be spanked even not even a little wallop. Well, I think the idea, because this is me just assuming, but I imagine because being queer is and a lot more between you and me. Now, I okay. Well, whatever. Sorry, go ahead. What were you <laughs> um, I mean, I think because kids don't necessarily have to hide, go get blowjobs in alleys or in basements and things. I don't necessarily think the idea of sex is forced on them the same way. So it's it not fun anymore. Like, is that what you're saying? Like because the fun, way. the fun is all out of it. Because yeah. you can still well, do okay. that. Like you can still go and get your dick sucked in an alley. It's perfectly well, fine to do that. I think yes, and I agree. I'm not. I'm not a king shamer. I think the issue is, is for my. You're opinion, also not a zier, so I'm asking you as an I, older millennial. Right. I'm, but I'm very in touch with what's going on. I've actually been watching the whole Discord online. Um, uh -huh. And they, it seems that they're more upset that they don't like that they go to Pride and have to be exposed to people having sex on the street. They don't oh, like. No. It you know what? You know what? You know what? But but Bob the drag queen tweeted. I think it was Bob the drag queen tweeted. What pride are you at that that happens at? I mean, like, Chicago Pride 2013, I believe was the year there was a group of boys that were all taking shots out of the guy's asshole next to me, right outside the police station over there on Addison. Isolated incident, though. Like, that, that was, that's not the, listen, listen, like, granted, have I seen a dick in a mouth at Pride? Sure. Yeah. But I'm like, but Pride is massive. So, like, well, like, if you're thinking about the numbers that go to Pride, there's very few dicks that are in mouths or butts at that time. Uh, and, well, and I was going to say, and that's spending, like, like, sorry, especially if you're spending like $200 a ticket to see like Charlie XCX or something. Like, I don't think that that's, I mean, the Molly as, like, does, I mean, pride. Yeah, Molly <laughs> doesn't make me want to put dick in my mouth. I'm just saying like, I'm the, the last thing I want, I already have the gags, you know, cause mm -hmm. the pills are so strong. So I'm not trying well, to. Well, I think it's too, it's like, they don't want to go. It's like more the parade. Cause that's like the all everybody event, at least in other cities. And what I think if they, you know, the event should be all inclusive. Sure. But you should also realize that like, not everywhere is going to be like to your specification either. And there should be like an area. And they have a big problem with that. And like, if there should just be an area for people that don't want to do that, like at the end of the parade, that's where mommies and the kids go. Yeah, so like a smoking section, the, the prude section. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like, you know, the no blowjob section. Yeah, right. But but here's here's the thing. I, I I'm saying I'm saying I haven't seen a lot of fucking sex. I mean, Folsom's a whole different thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but like I haven't. And, and this is the if I can if I can just be uh to the point here, um, it's ugo shaming. It's what, in my opinion, because mm. what these little zers don't want to see are people that they find unattractive, maybe wearing no clothes or maybe wearing like little tiny jock straps or leather bullshit. And they're they're not the epitome of sexy in their opinions. So they don't want to see that because that offends them. Well, here's I the think thing. that's a very Sorry. valid point. Sorry that TikTok and Instagram and Facebook have uh, led you all to believe that the world is so fucking beautiful and that everyone's so goddamn sexy, but it's just not goddamn true. And if they're not, like, and if they're not like you know, uh, society sexy, that doesn't mean that they don't have to fucking like tie in their bits and something tight and walk down the guy. Because listen, the Chicago Pride, if you remember, there is this very wealthy um, Asian lawyer who every Pride and gay event 
would shackle his wrists and his feet in a little speedo, little scrawny, unattractive man, if I can, in my opinion, and would just shuffle down the streets and and living his life, loving every moment of it, being shamed and loving it. And even the millennials during that time didn't like that guy because he wasn't pretty and he made the scene look weird. Well, guess what? That's what we are. We're fucking weirdos. So kink is accepted. All right. Zeers. You know what, Zeers? Y'all need to rope yourselves up and shit and smack your mouths a little bit and get into it because. Mm -hmm. I mean, remember also like a good chunk of Gen Z is like under the age of 20. (laughs) I had dicks in both my holes well before 20. Okay. So. Different generation, different things. Yeah. Boring. Different generation. Get it together. Get it I mean, together. I'm just saying, Julian this is what is happens the, when your parents are too involved mm-hmm, in your lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is what happens when your parents love you too much. All right. Yep. This is what happens when you kiss your parents on the cheeks and what our lips and whatnot when you see them. <laughs> this is this is the product of that. Okay. So get it together, you fucking seers. Quit kissing your mom on the lips. You're 19 years old. Get off their health care. <laughs> no, don't don't no, listen to those people. Stay on your no. Listen, we, no, listen. Democrats possible, fought please. really hard for that, so but that is I'm, the difference. That is the that difference. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I you're mean, dealing with Medi-Cal, you're you've just had a different experience <laughs> through your twenties. If you ate government cheese, bitch, you are yeah, having yeah, a different yeah. life. If um, you're on Medi-Cal, you're used to getting fucked in public by the government. <laughs> think that every time I have to go to my clinic. Um, Okay, who's next? Oh, that's me. Uh, This is from Tyrell, and Tyrell asks, uh, thank you for reviewing Legendary. Icons talking about iconic shit is iconic. Can you share your favorite Pride memory? Uh, Oh, well, I mean, it is the season. Uh, Baby, how about uh, your fondest pride memory? Do you have it? Can you remember? Because here's the thing. I did a lot of drinking and drugging on pride. That's that's exactly. I was because I had seen this and I was like, um, (laughs) I don't know, bitch. I was working and drinking. So (laughs) not that I can remember too many pride events because I was probably drunk and performing at them. Um, But one that I do remember a lot is we have a family up in Olympia, Washington, and it's a really small town. Um, But we always go out there every year for their pride because it's a pretty small, like, and cute block party that they have. Yeah, and we seem like the really popular LA girls walking in, even though we're not. We're like friends with everybody and we're equally as trash. Like, <laughs> like so you're from the big city, bitch. Yeah, so, <laughs> but we love Olympia Pride. Uh, I can say that that's one that I, I always think of fondly is going out to Washington every year. Oh my God, that sounds cute. Maybe have an Olympia Pride moment. That'd be fun. I like small yeah. town. I like small town shit. I'm, you know, country. Yeah. Um, uh, Diana, do you have a, a fondest pride costume that you've worn? <laughs> ah, um, well, I used to live right off the Belmont L stop in Chicago. So I loved pride when I lived in that apartment because just stamina alone, like just being able to go home, get your shit together, splash some water on your face, eat something and go back out. 
that, you know. Yeah. And I'd like to say I went to Mardi Gras with Diana and that bitch went three fucking days, I think, uh, and had, I think, three or four costume changes each day. Um, and I was also very sick. I was also like popping Dayquil and drinking Four Loco at the same time. <laughs> Your kid's going to be so cool, Diana. Uh, uh, Maxwell, fondest pride memory, sir. Uh, it's really hard between my the year I was 20 or 21 because the year I was 20 was the first pride where I came out and I lived downtown. I lived with my boyfriend and all my straight girlfriends from the suburbs came and we all just got like tragically drunk the whole weekend. Like I still tell the story about my girlfriend, Christina, blacking out and getting crossfaded for the first time and <laughs> singing Britney Spears on the bus and yelling from the back of the bus for the bus driver to stop in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> and then all just like the whole weekend and then just drinking at the parade, all of us doing our makeup. I had a studio apartment and there was like 15 women, you know, 20 year old women in my apartment just drinking way too much Captain Morgan, listening to Kesha and like running. <laughs> I lived like right at uh, Clark and Diversity, mm. like right there. Oh so, like, shit, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right in between Fullerton there. So like, we just like ran down the street in our outfits to wherever the parade ended. And like, we ran into other gay people I knew from college. I think, yeah, no, definitely that one. Cause it's just like all girls and all the love. And then I hated Pride every year after that. So <laughs> I mean, I, I started okay. working in gay bars and hated it every year after that. Yeah, fuck Pride. <laughs> Honestly, the whole parade can suck my penis in an alleyway. You know what I mean? I don't even give a shit. Um, so I thought about this because, you know, uh, you want to say, I first of all, I would like to say that all my years in uh, Chicago, except for like the last two, because that's when I started growing up. Um, I, uh, my pride mornings would start with, uh, fierce grape Gatorades in the bigger bottles, yep. um, that the night before you would drink down to the dome and then you'd fill it up with vodka and then yep. you'd put them in the freezer. And so <gasps> you'd have three of those made for yourself and that would get you through pride. And trust me, it would get you through pride. Uh, and it is good for the hangover. Mm -hmm. And then for breakfast, lunch and then right before a, a small dinner we would just consume cocaine so that was just it like just Sounds a bunch gay of, rights bunch <laughs> of blow and and vodka gatorades was our lives so um, why don't like, they like us i know right how <laughs> dare they we're, we're just we're being ourselves um but uh so like as a drag queen you would think that like i would say oh my favorite um uh, memory is when I was on the floats and, you know, being on the floats. Cause like, you know, Shea Coulee and I were uh, Alphaba and Glinda from wicked uh, with Broadway, that. with Broadway in Chicago. And so like, that was a really, really great experience to be there with my sis. And we were like representing a really fabulous musical that was playing and very popular in Chicago at the time. So people loved us. Uh, but let me tell you, the moment you get off that float, you're not famous anymore. <laughs> okay? They drop you off at some dead end street where you have to fucking find a taxi to get back fucking or you have to fucking hoof it back all the way to where the business is and uh, try to have a good time. And I'll tell you, thanks. Still shout out to those random strangers who let me pee in their apartment. Let a big old green witch just come up into their apartment <laughs> and piss in their place and, uh, you know, blast off off and shit like that but okay uh my favorite story sorry and i'm gonna tell you it was a different time 
and we were different people and I was on cocaine and uh, uh, Gatorade vodkas. But um, <laughs> I was going through some photos with a friend uh, once and I was coming across this old pride photos and I was like, who the fuck is this boy? Who is this random boy that is in these photos? Um, cause there's one of the, him just like posted up on the wall and then there's one of us, I think. And I was like, who's this boy? And my friend was like, girl, that is literally the stranger that you just went up to and made up with out of nowhere. Just, <laughs> he was, he was barely fucking awake. <laughs> you just went up and you just started making out with him. And I was like, oh, okay. You can't do that anymore, guys. That's a bad story. And you shouldn't do that. This is the early aughts and time was different. But why don't they like us at Pride? <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite because I had no idea who the boy was. And I had to be filled in by a friend years later. I was like, who is this random drunk guy leaning up against this wall? And then like someone that you literally didn't ask for consent to kiss. <laughs> oh, I, I, are kissing their moms on the cheek and you're kissing strangers <laughs> without consent. Weird, I hope he's Heather. well. I hope he's well. <laughs> okay, let's uh, wrap this up with Sammy. It says... Oh, and you know what? We're going to start off with some truth telling here. It says, Tony Soto is an LGBTQ elder. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> please, can you give us some wisdom from all your years? Okay, calm down as a gay. <laughs> calm down. It was nice when it started. Also, congrats, Diana, on your fertility. There you go, Diana. Oh, this you. show is going to get strange, I think. Love Thanks. you guys. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause it's, yeah. At some point I'm going to probably push the limit. <laughs> Sorry, Diana. <laughs> so at some point I'm going to catch on an off day when that baby is like sucking your life form extra hard and you're going to be like, you know what? I quit. Um, <laughs> I think it's really wild that this person is writing in to ask you to give more advice. Like that is all you do on this show. And they're like, Hey, Tony, can you guide us in your, you know, in a direction that you think is appropriate? Let's keep it real broad. <laughs> yeah, I think that y'all should get kinky. That's what I think to be happening. I think y'all should stop being prudes. Baby, do you have any advice for the queer community as, as a future elder? Because, you know, we're all on our way. We all are on our way. Um, <laughs> um, I think... <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any advice, bitch. I just do what I, what I say is, you know, like we all need to be really like standing up for what we actually fucking believe in. And that's what Queer as Punk has done for the last few years. That's and right. I feel like, you know, like if I'm going to say anything really kind and actually wise, it is like, you know, yeah. Like, don't be afraid to, uh, rock the boat with people that you think are have any like power over you I guess like they they really don't we're all fucking equal and we're all the same and you know we all deserve space in queer places and you know you gotta just fucking tell people when they're wrong whether they want to hear it or not even if they are out there fight the system <laughs> bitch even if they're on yeah. your side Diana you're not young no I'm not young no no <laughs> Do you have any no. advice? <laughs> you know, uh, along those same lines, I think, you know, make sure you're holding space for others. Um, you know, I would probably get in trouble for saying this, but I think I uniquely can say this. Nobody is being louder about their pride right now than bisexual women who are with men. <laughs> they are very yeah. loud right now. And with so sure many of holding, you. <laughs> make sure you're holding space for other people. I'm not making the story about you because the story is so much bigger than you and involves so many different kinds of people. Um, so that would be my old age advice. 
There you go. Maxwell. Um, know your worth and always ask for it. That's um, true. Right there. And you think people aren't um, paying it. Um, contact a lawyer. They'll do free consultations and those people will get their money and you some. So just remember that and don't let people walk all over you. And, you know, in real and in, in, in real talk, um, we are the LGBTQ plus community. So embrace all the letters, because even though your battle might be a little less, doesn't mean that the other letters aren't going through some shit as well, just like what Diana was yeah. saying. So we um, we are a community that is together in our differences. So uh, and our differences might not be the same but they're different from the norms and the status quo. And we make people nervous still to this day. So just be radical. That's what I say. That's my advice. Be radical, be loud. If you can make your screen, if you can give yourself a platform, get on it and start talking because uh, I did. Um, baby, did you have fun on the Tony Soto show today? I did. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> I learned some things about Gen Z that I don't care about anymore. <laughs> I mean, listen, you're closer, you're closer to talking to him, honey. I can't be bothered to talk to anyone in their early 20s. I'm sorry. She is too old for that. Uh, tell people where they can find you on the intranets. Uh, you can find me at censored tits with a Z uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and I have a TikTok, but I don't fucking use it because I don't care about it. Um, and then you can find me at Queer as Punk everywhere as well. Could you spell out the Instagram just so we can get it clearly? Yeah, sure. Censored Tits is at C-E-N-S-O-R-E-D-T-I-T-Z. And Queer as Punk is at Q-U-E-E-R-P. No. Oh, <laughs> is it just it? Is it just queer as punk? You could just say that. Queer as punk. Just, yeah. just spell out the words. I don't make her do it. That's <laughs> we didn't let her read. <laughs> and also, don't forget to tune in Saturday and find the drag excellence video for DTLA uh, drag performers. It's going to be amazing. Um, I am so excited. Uh, Diana DeLuna. Uh, you can find me at Diana D Triple E Luna on Instagram. And you can also on June 11th see a new episode on Patreon of your monthly moon, which I think I'm going to be taking a tiny maternity break from. So I have a very little special episode for you this, uh, this Gemini new moon. See that baby's already coming in between me and my business. Do you see how I see I'm already got a rivalry with him. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I screamed in his face last night. Now, <laughs> I'm assuming it was his face. I don't know where how he was laying. Um, I was horrified to I was horrified to watch you scream at her baby in drag, and you had to crouch down so low audience <laughs> members i need you to know he was basically on his hands and knees yelling into that straight baby's into stomach. my belly button well i had to get down cupped. there i had to get down there so he knew where it was coming from okay sorry i had to expose my trauma all right <laughs> this week on want to be on top you could catch shay and i talking with oliver twist from the ts madison experience about the makeovers of cycle two next friday you can also catch me with my girlfriend kelly on not your mother's kitchen on instagram live that's the 18th and then the 19th and 20th you could see me at the other shop la selling my edibles and i'll have the address for that next week too and yeah just follow me on instagram and twitter and yeah. learn the words bitch follow us on learn the words bitch yeah follow us so you on can learn know the words, what's bitch. 
so you can know what's up next time. So you don't text us off. Yeah. Oh, guys, listen, (laughs) listen, here's what I learned. Too many of you have my phone number. (laughs) So, and I don't want to change my number. So just stop texting me. Thank you. (laughs) I had a lot of unknown friends out of nowhere uh, because I don't put people's names in my phone, apparently. So there was like just a bunch of like numbers coming up being like hey girl i thought it was like the debt collectors getting real personal <laughs> trying to like try, trying to throw me off you know like if i responded they'd be like gotcha bitch you owe us a fortune it's like ah no sally may is it her anymore i don't even think it's sally may anymore poor bitches did how does sally may not exist anymore but my debt is still thriving can we ask those questions Anywho, does Sally May not exist anymore? No, I think it's Navient or I don't know. Maybe Navient's dead now. I'm sure she's still getting her residuals. Um, yeah. So, guys, we did film Learn the Words, bitch. So, it will be on our Patreon. Uh, once I get all that information, we'll put it up there on the Patreon so you can see what it looked like live on stage. Uh, for only five dollars a month, guys, I give you a lot of content on that shit. All right. Um, uh, you find the Tony Soto show on iTunes and subscribe to it, rate the show, leave a comment if you'd like. That really does help. Uh, apparently, people keep stressing that for me for some reason. Uh, apparently, we need feedback from you all. Um, I also do the Gay Power Half Hour every week with my good Judy Casey line. But fun fact: I think we are taking Pride off because we're gay every other month. Um, we might do one episode this month and then. She's going to France. Like Casey's going to France. Oh, la, la. Yeah, she's like, so I think I think we're just gonna like we're we give you enough gay on that show. I don't know that I have anything coming up. Oh, wait. No, can I talk about that next week? No, wait, I should talk about it now. Art Smackdown, which is an internet show where I am like the guest and I make artists draw stuff that I want drawn and then it's judged. Super fun. I'll release the details on Instagram soon enough. I'm the Tony Soto Show on literally everything. And uh, we'll be back next week. Oh my gosh, who do we have next week? Me. And me. We always have you. Uh, That's what I always say. Oh my God, we have Laganja Estranja next week. Laganja Estranja is back with us uh, next week. So uh, tune into that. Until next week, everybody, goodbye. Goodbye.